I'm Trevor. And I'm Mark. And this is Talk Apocalypse, a podcast discussing the current fortnight of Apocalypse Sports Trivia. I am in Doomsday North Premiership, and Mark is in End Times North Liga 2. This episode, we'll be going over the questions from Fortnite 27, Day 12, the last day of the fortnight. You know, as I was saying, as I was saying that sentence about me being in the Premiership and Mark being in Liga 2, after today, those things may be different. At least you're... You're not already relegated like I was last year going into day yes, 12 when it yes. did, not, did not matter. So you, yeah. you survived in the, in the light pink. <laughs> I, I did. was I... answering Zach Eady away from playing for the Meisterschaft today. That's how close it was. Ooh. And I ended up in third place. We had a three-way, I think it was a three-way tie for second, third, and fourth. So I lost out on match points. One point behind first place. If I had answered Zach Eady, I would be playing for the Meisterschaft today. And I would have... I think one league of two regular season. So that's how close it can get where, you know, Trevor goes into the last day having to play Kenny Peskin and is like, Oh God, I'm in trouble. Thank goodness. He's still in the light pink after that match. I moved down one spot. The guy that I needed to lose did lose. So I I was going to, I was going to move down no matter what, because of who was playing whom, but I have a chance. So and as of recording this, I, st- I don't know where I stand. My opponent has not submitted. So, Likewise, I do not know if I will be in Liga 2 or in the Premiership next year. So my opponent has not submitted either. Well, why don't we go ahead and discuss the questions? So question one, pretty simple question. Uh, two Americans in the top 10 of all point scorers in the NHL this season as of 7 p.m. yesterday. And both happened to play for a Canadian team. Name either. I went about this just thinking of the Canadian teams and thinking of who are the star players on the Canadian teams. And I said, Montreal, nope. Ottawa, good players, nope. Toronto, absolutely. Austin Matthews has to be the answer to this. Um, was listening to podcasts in their last week about the crazy goal scoring that Austin Matthews is doing and just putting up tons of points. It's a scoring machine, multiple, multiple hatch tricks already this season so yep i didn't even bother to think of the other one um and just put austin matthews because i was 100 confident that would be right for me i went about it a slightly different way in that the first name that came to mind was quinn hughes because uh, i did look recently at the nhl top 10 scoring just because i was curious where uh my favorite player david posternock uh is in the standings and i know he's near the top I also had a sense of how many points was needed to be in the top 10. I figured my my cutoff was going to be somewhere around 70 points. All this is going to go in, into my answer, I, I promise, listeners. I can't wait to hear how it all connects. <laughs> um, so there was an insane game recently also where the Canucks and Minnesota Wild played, and the score was 10 to 7 was the final, and there was three guys who had hat tricks in this game. One of them was a guy named JT Miller who plays for the Canucks. And I noticed when I looked at the top 10 that he was in the top 10 in scoring. Mm. And I was like, mm. I've basically never heard of this guy. But uh, so I have Quinn Hughes and I had, Austin, uh, sorry, JT Miller. And so I did likewise, Trevor, I thought about Canadian teams and who are their best players and who are, are top scorers. And I thought Toronto, Austin Matthews came straight to mind again, uh, like you. I know he recently scored. I think it was 50 goals in 50 games. He's got mm-hmm. like 50, yep. 54 goals right now. So I'm like, all right, does he have 25 assists? You know, like that would get me into that 75 point range. Cause I know he wasn't in the top five. Like I remember looking at the list, Kucherov is first, uh, Nathan McKinnon and Connor McDavid are second and third. 
Pasta was fourth. And then after that, there was a bunch of other names. JT Miller was in that fifth, sixth, seventh range. Mm. Um, and then I think I think it's Panarin from the Rangers is, was in there. Mm. I yep. know Quinn Hughes was somewhere near there. And I know Austin Matthews was somewhere in that lower, somewhere in like 10th to 13th, where both of them were in there. I know they're both American. I don't know that JT Miller's American. So <laughs> I went through and thought of a few other teams. Montreal, I know that the kid's last name is Suzuki. He was in the All-Star mm -hmm. game. Yep. But A, I was pretty sure he wasn't American because I remember looking it up when he first came in the league. I'm like, he's the captain. <clears throat> he's obviously asian <laughs> and i'm like where is this you know what, what's his deal but yeah he's i remember him being canadian i was like it's it's got to be awesome matthews he's got to have 25 assists like he plays on a line with marner and mm -hmm. nylander like he's got to have 25 assists so not being sure where jt miller was from i was I, I felt pretty good about the nationalities of all the other guys i named but i wasn't sure where jt miller was from i knew he was in the top 10 but after all that i did answer awesome matthews uh, which was correct, and JT Miller mm -hmm. was the other guy who was correct. Yep. Nice. I looked him yeah. up. He's from yeah. Ohio somewhere. So yeah, okay. I did not. Know. I didn't know that. I think Austin Matthews is from Arizona. I believe. Yes. yes. Um, I sort of. I I just assumed as Austin Matthews had the was up there as well because I'm just thinking you have that many goals on that good of a team. Surely you you're in the top ten of points. I mean, he's only like eighth <laughs> though when I looked it up. Right, seventh or eighth. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I mean, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, he's not. He's not near the top, but just by way of 50 goals. I mean, that's far more than anyone else has. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I was trying to get 75-ish mm. points. Like that was where I thought he had to be. So if he has 52 goals, mm. he's got to have you know 25 assists. And I was like, he's got to have 25 assists, which he has like 28, I think. <laughs> I looked it up or something like that. He's, a, mm. you know, he's got a way more goals than assists. Question number two. Give the name of the cocktail made with vodka, orange juice, Galliano that was used as the nickname for the pennant-winning 82 Brewers in honor of their manager, Kuhn's first name, and their collective hitting prowess. Although, if you want to get technical, the name sort of implies warning track power. Normally, I am not very good with knowing the names of drinks. I don't drink a lot of cocktails. I'm not a good cocktail-knowing person, but... There is one cocktail that would came straight to mind that implies warning track power, and that's a Harvey Wallbanger. I have never heard of a person named Coon other than B Bowie Coon, I think his name was. I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that right. Hmm. So I'm like, could this guy's name be Harvey Coon? I'm sure you'll tell us as a Brewers fan, Trevor. Mm -hmm. I will. I will. <laughs> um, sure. So <laughs> I I figured the variation was Harvey's Wallbangers. I just put down Harvey Wallbanger as it looked like mm -hmm. the way I interpreted the question was what's the name of the cocktail. Mm -hmm. So Harvey Wallbanger. I believe it's Harvey Keen is the pronunciation, but yeah, complicated with this one. And here's why um, I, as a Brewers fan, hundred percent know Harvey's Wallbangers. That's it automatic to me, but giving the name of the cocktail gave me some pause because I know Harvey's Wallbangers to be the name of the team. Okay. So is the cocktail just the wall banger? And then they added like the Harveys onto the wall banger to make the team. Because like you, I don't know cocktails. I don't drink cocktails. I don't really, I don't like, I've never really experimented, experimented with them too much. So I don't know them very well. So I don't know the name of Harvey wall banger as a cocktail. I, so I, I wonder like, okay, is this Harvey wall, Harvey's wall bangers? 
is this just a wall banger? I'm just going to go for that the the cocktail itself is just the wall banger or a wall banger. And then they added a Harvey to Harvey's to it to make the nickname. And so that's, that's what I said. I just said wall banger as the answer. And I was like, well, I think, I think I'm probably right about that. And I was wrong. This is called a Harvey wall banger. Yeah, it's the a bummer. Because the name of the cocktail is a Harvey wall banger. So my answer demonstrates, I think, that I know, I know a lot about this. To know the answer is wall banger. The problem is that I don't know the name of the cocktail. And so because I get the name, because the, the name of the cocktail is not wall banger, it is Harvey wall banger. I don't think I have a leg to stand on and say, well, I know, I know the name of the team. Does that count? So yeah, this is going to be, I hope, I hope I don't lose because of this question. Uh, again, I'm fine with getting it wrong because I got it wrong. It was, I, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not going to gripe, but um, I was just super frustrated that I like I know this, and I even gave an answer demonstrating knowledge, just not enough or not the right kind of knowledge. Yeah, that's a bummer. I remember I don't know a lot of cocktails, but I do know a lot of cocktail just names because my roommate in college studied to be a bartender, and he had a book with all you know how to make all these drinks, and we would just go through it and like listen to the name of this ridiculous cocktail, you know, like Harvey Wallbanger. There's like a slow gin fizz, you know. There's like all these weird names of cocktails, and those stick with me. I couldn't have told you what was in a Harvey Wallbanger, but between you know Warning Track Power and just knowing that there's a drink called the Harvey Wallbanger, you know, I felt pretty good about that one. So yeah, it's a bummer to just put down Wallbanger, even though you know it was Harvey's Wallbangers. Yeah, is what it is. So yep, yep. Like like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to be relegated. Yeah, that would be based off of that. Yeah, that, that would, would be that rough. Would suck. All right, question three. Yelena Yankovic, Martina Hingis, and Bethany Maddox Sands were the mixed doubles partners in the five Grand Slam titles won by what British man with Brotish crossed out? First and last name required. This is a fun one. I think just generally, the first three questions today played very well to my strengths. I got question two wrong, but I knew the I knew the team. Modern hockey, the Brewers, and recent tennis. I'm like, these are right up my alley. Uh, so I didn't necessarily I don't think I necessarily would have needed the brotish part of this brotish clue. I knew this to be Jamie Murray, Andy Murray's brother, being being a very successful doubles player, not just mixed doubles, but men's doubles as well. Um, and first and last name required confirms it that that it's not you can't just say Murray, assuming that it's it's it is it's you'll get cover get credit for that, but because uh, it's like name a bro a bro, the brother of a British man who plays tennis, you're probably gonna get to Murray. So I, I like that they they require both for this, and so yeah, didn't it didn't take me too long to say Jamie Murray. I read through this question and I said, okay, I can name one British tennis player, and it's Andy Murray. And the way that this question is worded has got to be referring to his brother, who I've never heard of. So I just picked a first name and I said, well, maybe his parents were clever and they have another A first name for their kid. And I said, Aaron Murray. And then in parentheses, I said, or whatever Andy Murray's brother's name is. And that was my answer, which Trevor told us, Jamie Murray is correct. Yeah, I have never heard of Jamie Murray. I don't watch any mixed doubles. I don't watch doubles in general. I will watch singles because uh, that's usually what's on ESPN. I mean, they're not showing mixed doubles, 
routinely. So no, yeah, no, they I don't. No they idea. don't show doubles. No, the only the way to know it really is to be a a, a big enough tennis fan that you keep up with the draws for doubles and all those kind of things, which I do. And he's been successful enough that it's, I mean, even like, like the Brian twins, Jamie Murray, Bruno Suarez, who's Jamie Murray's partner a lot of the times in men's doubles. But I do see like, yeah, if you don't know it. No logicing that other than it's Andy Murray's brother. That was, it was basically for me, pick a first name. Cause I, yeah. nothing, even Jamie Murray doesn't ring a bell. I've heard of Jamie McMurray, who's a NASCAR driver. But even yes. yeah, Jamie Murray means nothing to mm -hmm. me. So, what are you gonna do? <laughs> so, so you you must have thought that uh, former Georgia quarterback Aaron Murray had a second career as a um, listen mixed doubles players. I fully acknowledge that Aaron Murray was Georgia's quarterback as well. Uh, yes, I was part of my thinking. I was like, I I I was like basically trying to come up with a British name, and so like I was like Chris Murray or. Wayne Murray or you know mm. thinking of soccer players and I was like ah whatever Aaron Murray maybe they did some alliteration I don't know I hadn't I was that's that's not a bad thought question number four the dominant women's team from the Netherlands has won three of the four last four Olympic gold medals and four of the last five World Cup titles in what sport the Dutch women are dominant in field hockey I guess the rest of the world we call it hockey but I just know that they're the best team in the world in field hockey. So yeah, not much to talk about here other than they're really good at field hockey and they yeah. wear orange. Uh, so I said field hockey. Yeah. I read this and said, this is either like handball or field hockey. One of these kind of sports that uh, is not a, not an American sport. And so I, my my first thought was my first inclination was honestly handball. It's this it's the sport that not famously but notably that America the USA does not really send a team for to the Olympics. But I wasn't something about that just didn't seem quite right. There's some it's some other European nation that's dominant. There's more that's more dominant than the Netherlands. And then so then I'm like yeah field hockey yeah that's something just something about it just ring a bell that feels right. Uh, I can I can picture it I can see it. I don't know where I would know that from but just stuck out to me that that seems about right that in thinking about what kind of sports would netherlands be good at speed skating and oh, field hockey that, that could make sense i could see that being a sport played in amsterdam so i also checked in with field hockey which was the correct answer so was pleased about that one as well yeah, I think it, I think the Norwegian women are the ones that are really good at handball. I could be it's like Norway, Denmark, countries somewhere. One of those countries around there, they're really good at handball. I think. Don't you quote know, me on yeah, that. Yeah, not, not you say that. Wasn't there wasn't there like a quote unquote controversy around the Norwegian like women's like beach handball team or oh I don't like, know. There was something like that. I can look it up, but there's like some some sort. Of, now that you say Norway's the dominant country, that rings a bell. I think the Norwegian women's beach handball team what they had been fined or something for wearing a, something like for wearing shorts right uh, oh the non-approved the non-approved yeah. outf outfits yeah, yeah there was yeah, <clears throat> there's been a big deal about <clears throat> the beach handball and some of the beach volleyball stuff that some of the people don't want to wear the you know yeah. quote-unquote official <clears throat> uniforms that are submitted and approved <clears throat> by the international federations so I guess Norway's good at both beach handball and non-beach handball. Handball is one of the 
pool of sports too. <laughs> I love watching handball when it's on during the Olympics. It's like, why are we not, why do we not have a team playing handball? Cause it's pretty sweet. All right. So we both got field hockey. Very good. We'll do, we'll do question number five, the longest question of the day. And for me, the one that took me the most time, probably for most people it took the most time. There are only two division one FBS teams that meet all of these criteria. So they have nicknames that start with the same letter of the alphabet. They're the only two programs with nicknames starting with that letter in the FBS. They're based in cities that start with the same letter of the, of the alphabet. They're located in states that border each other, and they've played each other a total of three times ever. Name either. This is, this is a fun one, and when I was going over the questions last night, I did not want to submit because I'm like, I can think I can get here. I just have to spend quite a bit of time going through nicknames going through states trying to identify where this what this could be this is not this is not an easy question i don't think so i went back to it this morning and starting with the very rare not very rare but like the rarer letters like q and j and z okay well if if there's only two i would think that this is a uncommon letter when i, I couldn't think of any with q and then Z was like, well, Akron are the Zips, but there's no no team in Michigan that is Z. There's no team in Ohio that Z. I, this I not, this I can't think of anything that would be any other school with a Z. So I just start to sort of go through J, go to go to J. I'm like, I don't think that's ultimately going to be right. Not that I can I can't think of it. So I started. I'm just working my way then through the alphabet. Just trying to go, okay, what other, there's some letters that I can just rule out immediately. M or S or T, like there's, 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 or there's very, there's other, other letters. I'm like I, I can name more than that. Um, so work my way down from Z all the way down until I get to L. And I, at first, I, at first, honestly, I kind of dismiss L. I'm like, okay, well, L's a popular letter. There's probably, there's probably quite a few. And I think, well, Longhorns, okay. And then, Longhorns, who do they have here? Who do they have nearby? Oklahoma, no. Louisiana, no. Okay, uh, New Mexico. That's the Lobos. The Lobos are an L. Are those the? Are those that would work for all these other things? It's, they border each other. They probably haven't played a ton of times. One's in Austin. I think New Mexico is probably in Albuquerque. Those all it all makes sense. But are those really the only two L's? And I could not for life of me think of another L. Um, so it kind of went against what I would have thought, but I put Texas as my answer for the Longhorns. I looked at these questions. I didn't even look at them last night. I looked at them this morning and I was like, oh, uh, same with you. I'm like, I can get there. It's going to take me a bit. And I went through sort of a similar process to you other than, except that I actually wrote down every letter of the alphabet. I'm too old to do this stuff in my head. So <laughs> I wrote down every letter of the alphabet on a piece of paper and I just started going through and crossing out letters where I was sure of mascots. I started basically with big conferences. So I wrote down, you know, everything I could think of. And so where I ended up, I, I first started off with A. So there are not a lot of mascots that start with A. I actually can only think of one mascot and it turns out there's three different schools and it didn't work. That's the Aggies, which is Texas mm -hmm. A&M, New Mexico State. And then I was like, well, I'm like, they're next to each other. I'm like, it doesn't say it's the same nickname, though. And then I remembered that I think it's Utah State 
who's also the Aggies in their FBS yep, program. They are. they are. So I was like, okay, well, it's not going to be that. So then I was left with I for a lion eye. I could not think of another I mascot. L for Longhorns and Nittany Lions. I couldn't think of a single other N mascot. Uh, the U, U, Utah Utes, Utes, and then the Zips. That's where I was. I was like, okay, so let's try and think of uh, neighboring states and, you know, that might. So I started with I because these are the letters I had left. And uh, that was after going through kind of my major college thing. And I did think maybe like this is some Mac school with, you know, some Big Ten school. But I couldn't make any of that match up. So Alina, I got rid of that. So then I got the Longhorns and I was like, okay, Texas. Well, I already know borders New Mexico. And I was like, what is New Mexico's mascot? And I'm like, oh, Lobos. I'm like, oh, yes. New Mexico, I know, is in Albuquerque because uh, they hosted the NCAA track and field indoor championships last year. I know I, uh, for sure that New Mexico is in Albuquerque and the Lobos. And I'm like, this all works out. And I'm like, it's got to be, it's got to be it. Like everything checks out like you, they, they don't play each other. I'm sure very often in football, you know, all the letters match up states border each other. So likewise, I said, Texas, uh, which was correct with New Mexico. I wasn't sure if it was New Mexico state or New Mexico. That was the Lobos. I, I was like, I know the Lobos are in Albuquerque. <laughs> it was like, I had yeah. a <laughs> brief moment of panic of like, well, is it New Mexico state? That's the Lobos and New Mexico is the Aggies. So I said, Texas, yeah. just to, to be sure. Be safe. Yeah. New Mexico State, their logo is like a cowboy with a lasso. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then New Mexico's lo logo is more Lobo like. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So the um, the Illini are not the Illini. They are the fighting Illini. I wasn't so, sure about that because it was the same with like fighting Irish, Notre Dame. Yep. You know, yep. like I wasn't exactly. sure if they're Illini or fighting Illini. So, so. technically, there's technically there's, uh, there's, so that's not even an eye. I. I can't even think. I can't think of an eye. Right. I don't know what there would be for an eye. Right. Um, I didn't think too long about that because I similar. I was like, I can't think of a an eye mascot. You know, what could it even be? Yeah. So it's and yeah. When I, when I was going through like his Z, then there's Y. Okay. The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Hmm. Is there anything else yellow? Not that I can think of. So uh, so. But yeah, a good question. Makes makes you think. Yeah. Requires a knowledge of of nicknames and uh, a little bit of geography. Mm -hmm. so, so so four out of five for me today. Four out of five for me. Apologies to my opponents for trying to for putting down an answer that's not going to be, you know, easily graded by the score. So our match mm -hmm. will be <laughs> towards the end of the scoring, but everybody will know what happened, I suppose. I guess we'll find out the results sometime today. I'm 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 a little I'm a little nervous, but I think four to five is good. If my opponent beats me with a four out of five or a five out of five or you know, good play, fair play. So we'll see what um what comes. Neither of us in the Meister Shaft this time. So nope. maybe maybe we'll do something similar with the podcast in terms of trying to give you the Meister Shaft afterwards, of course. But of course. I'll do that anytime. But this has been another Another fortnight in the books, I guess. So until you, you won't hear from us until I guess that, that again until that Meisterschaft episode. I'm, mm. I'm sure you'll all miss us terribly. Yeah, <laughs> we know we know we we have come to be a part of your daily routine. Yep. Uh, if you if you do listen, thank you for listening. This is just two dudes talking about sports trivia league. I don't think we're all that funny. I don't think we're all that interesting of people. But 
the fact that you listen. I'm thankful for that. I definitely appreciate it. I get to see the statistics of every day. So if you're if you're in the western part of the U.S. and you or you know somebody who lives in the western part of the U.S., you know, like let them know about us because we don't get a lot of downloads west of the Mississippi. It's very interesting. Yeah. We did get some downloads this week from the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico. So hopefully. Either we're expanding our base or people are just on vacation. <laughs> Even on vacation, you, you get your talk apocalypse yeah, fix. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a fairly short enough listen. I try to listen to it every night before I go to bed. Just I want I want to hear the sounds of my own voice as I go off to sleep. <laughs> Except right now when I'm feeling kind of sick and my yeah. vo- I know my voice sounds not great. I may not do that tonight. All right. Well that has been for that's been the whole fortnight, Fortnite twenty seven. So we'll see what uh, sports dramas has for us. In the Meister Shaft? <laughs>